Welcome to MM Plays, our podcast where we design, play, and discuss a game and campaign. Along the way, we will alternate episodes between actual play adventures and the analysis and discussion of games and design theories that relate to the campaign we're playing. For this campaign, we'll be using the mechanics of Cortex Prime, designed by Cam Banks. We randomly selected a theme and ended up with swashbuckling high school urban fantasy. So join MM Plays as we explore and enjoy a new campaign. And now for the introduction of our players. My name's Chris Nizak, and I'll be playing Silas Flameworth, some of the Flameworth family with a frozen soul that's not my own. I'm Old Man Logan. I'm playing Henrik Gunny Gunderson, son of the enigmatic Winter Wind and rookie Elemental Mage. My name is Jerry, and I'm playing Santiago Zircon. He is the rebellious and reluctant scion of a powerful magic family. I'm Phil Vecchione, and I will be your GM. Before we jump into the duel between Silas and Jenna, I'm, I'm going to introduce one more trait to the table. This is old and crumbling. This psych center, the walls, the floors, all of it, not in great shape, right? This building's been abandoned for decades. There's definitely, you know, bits of plaster that will fall and walls that will crumble, that kind of thing. So keep that in mind. Mm, fun. So at that point, you step in front of Gunny. Jenna puts her sword like pointed down towards the ground a bit. It's inky black blade. Uh, again, kind of hard to see other than the fact that you can just see where she's holding it. Because mm -hmm. again, this place is not very well lit. No, it's not. And she looks at you and she's like, none of you guys took out Samia. You sure you guys don't want to just run? I attack her. Let's roll for initiative, I guess, for the duel. Yes. Let's, uh, initiative is... It's, it's a roll plus affiliation. We're only geek plus veil. Yep. I got a nine. I get five. So I have the uh, Driven About Morris's Death at D6. I am going to use my Geek, D10. I am going to use my Veil, D8. And I am going to do that thing that I've been doing constantly, which is take a D4 with Learned in spite of being talentless. Because I think this is a good idea. And are you flipping that to a D4? Yeah, for okay, my plot so point. Here's your plot point. I'm like, wow, I've never really been in a fight that that's, that's been this serious before. And it's a D4 because what you're so I am I am talentless. In, in, <laughs> not, yeah, like I, I am I am not talentless with the sword and things like that, but I am learned, right? Like, I think this is a good idea. It's not a good idea. OK, uh, I will assemble her. So she is um, 2D represented by 2D8, her distinction of magical bad girl uh, D8. And she picks up the old and crumbling. She's going to use the terrain to her advantage. I said first. It's a duel. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I got a 13. Ooh, that's pretty good. I also rolled two once. Oh, I like that. I'm going to pick up the 14. Okay. To your 13. You want to buy my ones before I roll? Hell yeah, I do. She's going to put you off balance because of the ground. Fair. What's your effect there? Uh, D8. I'm going to keep going. Why not? Okay, so you are off balance D8. I am going to spend this plot point to double my geek die in any die pool where I'm using geek, and I'm going to use geek as my sure. attribute for this roll. Gonna get smart on her? Yeah, now that I've seen what she's done. So I leap in with a flurry of thrust because I'm a fencer, essentially, with this sword. I don't know what she does to respond. I'm, I'm going to take some liberty. You can tell me if this changes. Sure. The, this place is old and crumbling, right? So, like, there's probably, like, a wall right there. She flicks her sword up and cuts through the wall, and the wall, like, caves in to, like, give her a space, and then she comes at me after the wall falls, and I can barely see the sword, so I'm barely deflecting these thrusts and strikes that are coming at me as I'm on my back foot now off balance on this rubble. Yeah. As I sort of slip a little bit. Yeah, I think that's perfect. You're backpedaling on this, like, uneven ground. So I spent the one to get the geek die. Yep. As I'm backpedaling and whatnot, and I slip on the ground, she comes at me. Uh, I'm going to spend this 
to create a wall of ice in front of me real quick as a d6 so there's a d6 wall of ice on the board now okay so just to give me a give me a give moment you the extra die yeah i am also going to grab veil d8 and son of a flameworth from my first roll by the way she gets to step up one of her mana pool dice if she wants no oh, i will from my first roll i'm going to step up one of my d6s to a d8 i'm not going to spend any of this yet though i'm going to step up my d6 up to a d8 Oh man, I almost botched that. Oof. Uh oh. I got an eight with four ones. Oh. I'm pretty confident I'm going to beat that eight. No, no, I lost. I had to beat a 14. Oh, that's right. You had to beat a 14. I didn't have to go. So, so I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a D8 stress. No, I'm going to take a D10 stress. So my arcane shield is going to explode. Yes. Your arcane shield explodes and four ones, you say? Yeah. That's, um, what's a D12? It is a D12. You could just bump the off balance up to a D12. I take you right out. No, because it doesn't it doesn't add on to it. It just bumps it up to its highest thing. Hey, Chris, cutting in here. It actually would have taken me out. He could have increased that off balance that was already at D8 up past D12 and taken me out with that. We played this wrong. It actually impacts the rest of the scene, so it's important to know how to play the game by the rules. I rolled badly. That happens. Yeah, that's that's badly. Um I'm just going to go with off-balance D12. There you go. I like off-balance D12. That's good, because I can get rid of that pretty quick. As soon as somebody covers me. Somebody cover me. It's popcorn initiative. I get to pick. This um, this D12 represents a combination of now terrain and shadows. Oh, good. Like, you are kind of lost in the dark, and you are stumbling around. Okay. I'm on big T. I need, I'm in trouble. Okay. <laughs> then I step in. So I Do I step in and take over the duel? No, you have to spend a plot point to do that. It's up to her. Okay. Oh, I'm. I, look, I've so far. I popped your shield. I popped your shield. You know, you get you get to stay with the duel if you want. She wants to make it a trifecta. I'm sure. <laughs> so, are you staying with the duel then? Yeah. Uh, you also got another D eight mana die, or you can step up a mana die from nope. uh, up one step. I'll definitely take a. Okay. And I'm gonna pull some of these off and reset my dice pull a little. So she looks at you. She's like, "All right, I don't know." Feeling lucky, because you can only do better than these two. I just stare at her kind of grimly. I get it. I hold my sword in front of me like, you're just bad. I know, but I'm really good at it. Well, let's see what you got. You jumping in? I'm jumping in. We first got a roll for initiative. Which is geek or jock plus Affiliation, veil. whatever affiliation you use. It's roll plus affiliation. So affiliation is D6, right? Is we're veil? Uh, I mean, it's really your choice. If you think it's mage, but it's usually probably a veil in this situation. Like you have to, you have to argue it. That's yeah. the whole point. I would go with mage, but uh, but I think veil makes makes more sense here. I mean, I think you true. guys are operating very much in the capacity of the veil right now. Yeah. D six plus. I'm gonna go with jock. I have a thirteen. Yeah, I got a four. So just go ahead and set it. She's like, all right. So uh, once again, she's gonna go with four d eight. So she's using. Um, the crumbly and her regular dice, her magical yeah. bad girl and her distinctions. She's going to, that's a 15, but I do have a one. Okay. That is um, a purchasable one. I will take the crumbly as well. I'm going to go jock. My distinction, and I'm going to add my mana pool to this. If you could hold on for one more turn, I would have actually created, I was going to create. It's fine. No, I know it's not your fault. <laughs> okay, so what do we got to beat? Uh, 15? 15. I almost rolled a botch. I would have been a lot of trouble. Yeah. Oh, I definitely beat her. Nice. I got a 16. Oof. Uh, with a D10 effect right now, too. Mm, yes, with a D10 effect. I can spend a plot point and make that. She got a 15. You could just leave that, bud. I'll leave it at, I think I'm going to leave it at 16 for now. 
because bumping it up to a to an 18 is going to help that much. So take a 16. So you can withdraw or you can keep going. Thing I'm contemplating. I have a couple. She has a couple plot points. She also has a D10 in her mana pool for that she could use for attack. Mm-hmm. She can. I don't want to play cautious. I'm I'm having fun tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and just spend a mana pool die mm-hmm. and put the D10 in. I'm also going to grab that wall of ice. Mm-hmm. Can't. It's mine. That's right. That's your wall of ice. I'm going to I'm going to take a crack at this. Okay. What am I? I'm shooting 16. 16. I need higher than a 16, huh? Mm-hmm. That's a 17. I am an asshole. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> All right. We're going to keep Hold going. on. Hold on. Yeah. Do you are you sure you want to? You don't have to if you don't want to. Right now, he's only got a D8 effect die. Yeah. So, like, if you take it, you'll just take D6 stress because you have a higher effect die. That's true. I'll take the D6 stress. That's going to be arcane stress? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are our arcane stress shields at? Eight. Yeah, so you can just take the D6 arcane stress. You're the only one she didn't pop the... Yeah. You both get to step up a mana die. Don't forget that. Every time you roll, you get to okay. step up. Okay. I'm gonna just or add a D6. Or add a D6, yeah. Okay, here's a question. I have a D4 already, so I just step that back up to a D6 then. You can, yes. Yeah, that's what we'll do then. Or just take a free D6. Yeah, I'll take the free D6 for now, because that, that makes more sense. Because that way I can always step that up again if I need to. So, mm-hmm. yeah. There we go. You get a D8 in your mana pool, by the way. Oh, because I won, right? Yeah. It's very helpful having Chris. You get to decide if you want to keep the duel going on or not. No, I think um, for her turn, mm-hmm. I- I'm actually going to cast a spell. Okay. Okay, so you disengage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I beat him. So, like, yeah. I push... I She pushes you back, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go and um, give myself a little defense here. Okay. So, um, she casts a quick spell, mm-hmm. and that's what? I can spend a mana die for that, right? I have no idea what effect she has or oh, anything like that. So she's got shadows. She's going to make a swirl of shadows around her to make her even harder to hit. Okay. So I can just take the mana die, right? And spend this yeah. off? Okay. Assuming she has control. Um, She has defend. Defense is for rolling defense dice, not for creating aspects. Oh, okay. All right. That's fine. I don't know what... That's why I said I don't know what martial nope. magic effect she has. That's fine. Um, Then let me... I will think... Let me think for a second. She has movement. So that just makes her able to teleport through shadows and shit. Yes. Um, but I'm not leaving. I'm not out. Of, I'm not running from this fight yet. I'm not even convinced you guys are a threat yet. So. So if she has movement. Yep. You could just put on the thing like uh, shadow teleporter D8 or whatever. I think she will. So I will burn that and she's going to start stepping. In That's the of flexibility shadows. of the game right there. Yeah. So shadow walk D8. And that one's for me. So yeah, her movements like now. Now she starts stepping through shadows. It sucks. Mm -hmm. Yes. So after she does that and she kind of appears by you, Mm -hmm. she's like, I don't know, boys, still got a chance to run. Okay, real quick. It's her turn. Uh, It's the beginning of the next round. She gets to pick who she wants to go. Oh, yeah. You. Oh, she's picking me? Yeah. Okay. So she doesn't want to go first. She pops out into shadow Uh and she's like, like, I don't know, boys, you might want to run. And she's pointing her sword at you. Great. No. Your choice. Hey, man, what does this dagger do? Are you... I have it. Sure. I'm just curious. Mm. It's magical. Okay. I can't tell you too much else about it right now, but it's it's magical. It's fine. I'm going to pull it out and dual wield it right now. So I got the dagger in one hand and the sword in the other. So to be clear, now that you actually are holding this dagger, can I tell you a little bit about it? Sure. All right. So this dagger is gold. It does not have the jewels on it, like Mesame described, but it is gold, and its handle is 
uh, a dragon. Like you can see like scales, like there's a tail at the bottom of the of the handle. Okay. And then the hilt is the wings of the dragon. And then the blade kind of protrudes from the mouth of the dragon. Makes sense. You've never seen one of these up close before. And the only ones you've seen are like in Mesame's kind of disjointed visions. But now that you're holding it, like it is this gold dagger that's basically like a dragon breathing out the blade. Makes sense. You take it out and she's like, she nods her head, like acknowledging like, yeah, I wish I hadn't lost that, but uh, I'll pick it up in a few minutes. So this is what I'm going to do. I got that wall of ice right there. Yeah. I'm going to use my control, Mm -hmm. which is a martial magic effect, to freeze her feet in place so she cannot shadow walk. Uh, Cool. Are you attacking shadow walk directly? I don't know that I have to. Or do you just want to pick up the die? Because if I, fictionally, if I freeze her, then she can't walk. Then she can't walk. Yeah, that makes the shadow walk go away. That makes the shadow walk go. The shadow walk stays, but you can't use it until she she can move. Yeah, right. I agree. Like if you if you freeze her in place, she can't pull a die. Magic is cool. All right, let's go. I don't know how she's going to defend against this. She has to do something. I assume she gets to defend against this. I think she attempts to move before the ice can set. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm going to use um, Geek Veil. And I definitely will use Shadow Walk because sure. she's going to attempt to step out of this. That means I probably can't use the old and crumbling then, man. Because if she can just Shadow Walk, that doesn't mean anything to her, does it? Uh, it depends. This place is like, I mean, this place is dark and it's got shit all over it. Yeah, she could Shadow Walk into a, an unstable area. She could. Especially if you're kind of narrowing where she's going. Like, yeah, I, yeah it's I, think it's, I think it's valid. I'll do that then. I'm going to grab the D10 to go with this for the mana pool die mm-hmm. that I have. And then I am the son of a flame worth. So we'll do that too. That is five dice. That's good. I'm good. Well, he's a D6 for the ice wall too. Since I'm using the ice wall to trap her feet. The drive about Morris's death. I almost forgot. <sighs> Freeze me in place. I dare you. I got a 13 currently. Ooh, I got a 12. And you can't and even can't buy, even into buy it. my way out of I it. I did roll two ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have two ones as well. So you definitely freeze her in place. You deny her shadow walk uh-huh. for the foreseeable future. And I give her a D10 frozen in place. Uh, you gonna spend that point, right? I don't have to. I used my. Uh, I used. That's what I was doing. I was doing the oh. control to, to create it. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, so frozen in place. And because it's only because I have a D10 effect die. Here, I'm going to do this. I'm going to spend um, a plot point yep. to make it a, a plus a plus six more to make that a D12 frozen in place. Okay. So she's thoroughly stuck. You ready for this cleverness? So this is the narration that goes along with this. So um, she's got her sword pointed at me, right? I flick my sword up, knock it away. She's better than me and she starts teleporting around. I start maneuvering her towards that wall of ice, like maneuvering myself towards that wall of ice, hoping like looking for shadow because I'm pretty smart. As soon as I see her start disappearing, I make the ice move and she teleports right into the ice and I freeze it right around her feet and I jump away from her so she, can't, she the sword barely misses my face. There, take that. Let me ask you a question. You have two ones. I'm going to buy, if you buy a thing, I'm just going to buy it right back and get rid of it. Oh, because you haven't bought my ones. Correct. Okay, fair enough, because I was going to buy your off balance and take you out. Then in which case, I spend, you spend, right? Yeah. So, give me plot point. I don't have a plot point to give you because you would have given me a plot point. Okay. Cancel those out. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember if you can spend plot points that you gained in the turn that you got them, but I don't think I want to go deep into that. So Can you? I was buying out of the bank. I wasn't yeah. buying for my personal ones. Yeah, I don't know that I can actually. Give me a plot point and take me out. That's fine. Chris cutting in here again. Here's another rule that we screw up constantly. 
we both tend to roll like whoever is defending and whoever is attacking when we're not in a duel, when we're not in a contest, but when we're doing a test. And then we wait until after we've both rolled to decide who's buying and spending plot points. But in reality, whoever is setting would roll. There'd be ones on the table. And then whoever is going to be trying to overcome that set roll needs to decide whether they want to buy those hitches or opportunities before they roll the dice. So we did this right accidentally and we play it wrong constantly. So the procedure is if the game master is setting a difficulty and they roll and there's some ones there, the player has to decide whether they're going to buy them right there. Then when the player rolls, they can't buy those ones back. They already have to have plot points. So there you go. All right. You freeze her in place. In doing so, um, can I make it dramatic? Uh, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll set it up Here. and finish it off. Oh, oh. When you freeze her in place, she can't move from where she is, but it doesn't stop her from temporarily lunging through the shadow and uh, either hitting you or pushing you. And then go ahead, take it. Oh, from I was going to say that she hits, she, she does that. She like sticks her sword through a shadow. And I'm like, where were you? What were you doing? And then a wall falls on me because oh, yeah, I'm that's off fine. balance, right? Yeah. Like I'm just, I'm under rubble. Yeah. Okay. So she's frozen to the ground. There's an interesting rule here, guys, where if somebody wants to, they can uncover the rubble and spend a plot point to get me back in the fight. Yep. So yeah, that was you. You get to pick next person. I'll pick Gunny. I set you up, man. She's stuck in place and she's standing there trying, like she's hacking with her sword at the ice and then like looks up to see Gunny looks at you and is like, I don't know, maybe I can beat you without moving. She's like, it's okay if you're not the articulate one. Like, I'm pretty sure the talkative one is on the floor. Under a wall. I can't believe you guys almost caught Samia. Wow. Just get her. All right. Now you piss me off. So does this count as initiating a new duel or am I just hitting her? If you're ready to duel her. I mean, if I can just wail on her because she's stuck in the ice, I'm going to just wail on her because she's stuck in the ice. She can defend herself. You can attack. Yeah. Like, that's fine. You don't have to duel her. Yeah, I go all rage on her. The only good thing about dueling is it will generate more mana for you. Yeah. Which would be beneficial, but... So maybe you want to do that. It generates more mana for her, too. Don't get me wrong. It would be the smart thing to do, but I'm not thinking smart at the moment. Okay. Uh, We're doing emo and veil... We got an eight from Sins of the Father we'll use. We'll get the six point die from my mana pool. She's you in have, the ice. So you I have the, the D12 from Frozen in Place. 12 Frozen in Place. That is Silas's gift to you. Uh-huh. There's also Old and Crumbly for D8 if you want it. Yes. Have some. I will also pick up Old and Crumbly. And you get my D6 distracted. Oh, course. yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right. Uh, well, oh, you're just hitting her. Go ahead. Roll. Yep, just hitting you're her. Not, you're not dueling her. You're just mad. Well, I got a 12. And I got a pair of one. Oh, a single one. Okay. Well, hang Should on. you so desire. Do you roll anything else that you could add to that? Um, you might want to wait for me to roll. Yeah, she's she's defending. She was supposed to roll first anyway. You're attacking. Uh, but I rolled. I thought it was the other way around. Don't worry, because I only rolled an eight. So, um, and even you if could, I... You could spend plot points if you wanted to. I could, but even that'll just get me to a 10. Yeah, you could spend two. Uh, it'd get me to a 12. Oh, yeah, you can't get... Uh, I what can't buy 12. You, 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 have, you could have to spend three plot points. And I don't do have... That. She doesn't have three plot oh. points. Right. Well, don't you have the bank? Not the no, bank. No, I, the, uh, she can't. So, she has her own plot points that sure. she can spend for augmenting rolls like this. The bank is when I want to buy ones. I, I didn't mean bank. I meant oh my personal. Yeah, stash. your personal stash. Of three. I could, but I'm just gonna take. I'm I'm just gonna take a hit. No, that's for, fair. <laughs> I'm gonna take a hit for this. What's your effect die? Oh, you have a twelve, right? It, it is a twelve. Uh well, that's all right. That's her arcane shield. So you just popped her arcane shield. 
How's that feel? Pretty much like yours. Good. Do you want to buy my one? Oh, I do want to buy your one. Here, take this. And you're now distracted. Yeah. She's like, are you out late? Is your mommy or daddy worried about you being out so late? So she starts taunting you. T punches bitch in the mouth. <laughs> Actually, I was going to uncover him. I right, do what you want. I mean, yeah. if, you can, if you can, you can get her. Get her. If not, you can uncover me later. Well, she's she's still bound up, right? She's still tied up? Yep. Oh, she's okay. still frozen. Her feet are frozen, for sure. Frozen? Until I get out of this shit. It's true. <laughs> Although, if we pick you... D6. Yeah, then she gets two actions in a row. Correct, if she wants. Yeah. So that's up to you. If you want to pick him, go ahead. I'm just letting you know. Choices, man. Ch know. Tough choices. Yes. And I made that choice in anger. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, you're up. All right. I'm going to try to get... Uh, Oh no, it's the comic book conundrum. Are you going to rescue your friend or are you going to stop the evil villain? Bill is just chewing scenery. <laughs> T will step forward. So, oh, wait, T is stepping forward to what? The hitter. Are you hitting her or dueling her? Hitting her. I hate dueling. <laughs> I love dueling. I really don't like dueling. I love generating more mana. I really don't like dueling as much. It, it never seems to go well. We have the D8 in the table for the crumbly bits. D12 for her frozen in place. Yep. And I have a D6 that I can put in for That's my... a wonderfully complicated problem I'm having right now with this D12. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is definitely worth being taken out. It was. Yes. You have like you have definitely created a real numerical problem for me at it, the table. It was a cool moment, too, because she, like, I gotcha. And then she's like, and like, okay. what do you do? Ah! And, the, and the spirits. Let's go. I am pulling a D10 from my mana pool mm -hmm. because she's going to use her shadows to defend herself. Sure. Okay. And I will pick up the crumbly, old and crumbly as well. So I am, you're, you're just attacking. So I will set your defense mm -hmm. or I will set your, the number you're attacking against. Uh, looks like it's going to be a 14. 14. All right. You can do it. I hope so. We believe in you. That's like a nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can definitely beat her. I can get a D. See ya. Well, I can, I can get a 15 and beat her. With a D12 effect with die. D12 effect die. Yeah, that's probably the best I'm going to do. So let's do let's do a 15 with a D12 effect die. Uh, that will take her out. Okay. Really? She has a D10. She has D10 stress. From what? No, no. Her total stress is a D10. Oh. Yeah. She's not built the same way you guys are. Oh, okay. Her total stress is a D10. And um, there's a fist pound coming this way. One over, that's one Teamwork. over the number. So Go ahead, guys. You guys have this describe it. Describe it to me. What happens? Like she makes all these comments. T says absolutely nothing to her. Just like you did last time. Like. He, he looks at her for a second, just says, you're bad. And he steps forward, lets her swing a little bit, lets her swing wildly, focuses a little bit because he's been doing his 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 geek a little bit, and then just steps in and whacks her across the face with the side of his blade. Her feet don't unfreeze from the ground, mm -hmm. so when she falls, she just falls like, and her legs bend, and she's just still frozen on the ground. Okay, and then I kick her sword away. So she is out and taken out. So I'm going to actually now just drop a whole bunch of things from the. Yeah. So we lose those um, traits. You are still distracted. The wall of ice is still there. Building yeah. crumbly traumatic spirit. Buddy, have you got her covered? Yeah. Johnny? Okay. Yeah. I'll just, I've, I've got earth magic, so I'll walk over. And I will just slowly like shift the, the stone away from until you can get up. So things slow down. Samia is unconscious on the ground. Jenna is taken out so out cold laying on the ground much call it you guys are standing in this space you're slowly getting up from you know you're covered in plaster dirt still got your knife yeah all right she's out good somebody want to call my dad do is there anything we want to talk to her about or is there anything we want to do here before your dad gets here 
Uh, yeah. We may have some stuff. Pressed. Sorry, I got whacked pretty good there. That's okay. I understand. I'm going to walk over to make sure Sabia's, like, tied up. If I have to, I'll, like, take off my jacket and use the sleeves to tie her up. Wasn't she already tied up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, from, from well, almost being stabbed. Yeah, do that Jenna. Well, well, then we're definitely going to do it with the dead Jenna. I take my jacket off and tie her. You know, I, I give her, you know, give her a hog tie. So. Okay. With a jacket, it's probably not the most efficient. I'll, cu- I'll, cut, my, I'll cut my jacket in half. I'm just going to look around to see what she used to tie up Samia. She has uh, an extra, like, she had, like, one extra, like, zip tie. Yeah, I'll like, use the zip tie on her wrists behind yeah, her back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's still frozen to the floor. Yeah. Until you decide not, for her not to be. That's fine. I will take my sword, wave it around a little bit, and release the ice from the ground and just cinch it around her ankles. Yeah, leave it like boots. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because, you know, why not? Yeah, no, magic is Magic is cool. All right, what are you guys doing? I'm sitting down and breathing as I'm wiping the blood off my face, my plaster-covered face. Beep. Boop, 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 beep, boop. Don't call, don't call dad yet. Yeah, call him. It's fine. We'll talk okay. to her before he gets here. All right, go ahead. Plus, you know, he can just tell us, too. He's on our side, remember? That's true. Ringy ding ding. The phone, it picks up and goes, Henrik? Yeah. What can I do for you? We require a little bit of assistance. We have captured Samia and Jenna. Excellent. Where are you? Uh, we are at the psych center. We're a little banged up, but we're alive, we're healthy. We'll be there in a few minutes. What time of night is it? Oh, it's late. It's it is late. It's late. like one in, one in the morning, yeah. 31 in the morning. I think you said you were staying over? Yeah. Said you, you were doing work late, is what you told your mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is all said and done. I'm buying. Denny's? Denny's? Huh? I'm buying when we're done here. Denny's? Uh, you should probably get something in your system. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a hospital or a healer. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like bleeding from a gash on my head. Anything you guys are doing before the veil arrives? Somebody ask her something. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We can shake her awake. So her eyes open. She's like, fuck, this is embarrassing. Well, well, well. Three holes in the ground. What about it? Huh? It was a well joke. You said, well, well, well. He said three holes in the ground. Do I have to explain everything been, to you? or you, you, you were cracking joke and being punny a few seconds ago. I thought you were just continuing the trend. Oh, I hope I just have a concussion. So do we. I think I'm the one with the concussion. Yeah, you don't look good. Neither do you. Nope. Definitely don't. Gotcha. Cool. Um, so. Jerk. What's it going to take to get out of here? You killed Morris, you bitch. So this is about Morris? And Samia. That nobody? Morris? The I mundane? I turn and I vomit. Morris wasn't nobody. Yeah. I mean, he's just a mundane. He was a friend of ours. Oh. That doesn't make him a nobody. Let's rack this up real quick. Sure. Silas's girlfriend, gone. Silas's mm-hmm. friend, gone. Yeah, we're not completely happy with you right now. Well, since you haven't murdered me, I'm assuming you're working for the Vale, so I'm scared-ish. I assume they're coming to get me. Right. I mean, I'll be scared soon, but, you know... The uh, Paw Patrol here. What do you guys... Paw Patrol? I can't wait till my dad gets here and arrests you. I'm a Flameworth, by the way. She's like, yeah, I'm not familiar, but uh, she's like, look, if I tell you what happened to Morris, do you want to let me go? No. Or more interested gonna... what happened to Samia. Or Mesame. Mesame. Sorry, Mesame. Yeah, sorry. Samia's taking a nap. Sorry, yeah. We're more, we're more interested in Mesame. What were you doing with this as I hold the dagger out? I mean, I don't know. Aside from stealing people's essence. Well, then, I guess you figured it out already. Yeah, but where's your friend Kurt? I don't know where Kurt took off to. 
I'm cleaning up the mess. Oh, I got that part. Look, I'll tell you what happened to Morris. It's not hard. You killed him. It's real easy. You stole his essence, you put in some Altoids, and then you started selling them off to people for money for some reason, which means there's probably a bigger game going on. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell me something I don't know? She's like, so clearly you're the brains of the group. He might be smarter. We have our moments. It's not where me. is Mesame's essence? I don't know where it is, but my boyfriend has it. Kurt? Mm-hmm. Where does he go to school? Canisius? Where's his dorm room? Give me something. Kurt doesn't go to school, and Kurt's probably not going to show up anywhere now that you guys have... Um, now that Samia blew all this for everybody. So the Canisius thing's just a cover. She's like, look, we were both going to split. My job was to get rid of Samia, tie up loose ends, and then Kurt was going to come get me. But since clearly that's not going to happen, I don't know what to tell you. Your girl's essence? Yeah, Kurt did that. And he's got it. And he's gone. He wouldn't tell me where he's going, and I had a 50-50 chance he was going to screw me over on this. So unless in the next few minutes he steps out from some portal and kicks your guys' asses, I'm pretty sure he's just fucked me over, too. Okay, then. What was his plan for the essence? Trade it. Not sure for what. To who? Well, there are people who are into that kind of stuff. I don't think you and your friend know the kind of people that you've pissed off. I assume you mean the veil? No. I'm talking about the people inside of the veil, specifically. You know who Mesame is? She's the daughter of Erlis Fervatin. If you don't know who that name is, she's one of the most powerful ice elemental people that exist inside of the Vale. Throwing a lot of names around here. Flameworths and elementals. Aren't you part of the Vale too? I went to school until I, you know, skipped out. I don't know. I'm not nerds like you guys. Like You just don't even know what you're involved in. Yeah, you get the feeling that she's like way more mage than she is Vale. That's fine. She's like, look, as I understand your magical legal system thing, I assisted in the ritual that took that kid's Morris's essence, but I'm not the one who cast it. That was Kurt. I definitely helped, and Samia's the one who lured him to the pool house. I'm the one who put his body in the pool. Which, by the way, Mark experience, you know, 100% no. That's the 10 experience. That's the 10 XP one. Oh, we defeated an adversary also. Yeah, he did. If you know who the Flameworths are, then you know that. No, no, no. Who the fuck the Flameworths are? She doesn't know anything. She's not one of us, really. Well, she's going to find out real soon. Yeah, because this this isn't just Veil stuff. You're now dealing with the people that do things behind the scenes of the Veil. I mean, you're just a renegade. That's what we call folks like you. I'm naturally talented. Do you have some talent? I'll give you that. If you want something more out of her, one of you is going to have to make a roll for it. Like, yeah. she's told you the stuff about Morris, but if you want to know anything more, you're going to have to uh, actually squeeze something out of her. She's not terribly frightened of you guys right now. How are you guys doing for performer and popular? Not so great. I'm good there. Like, I'm, I got some skill. Okay. I also technically have a D6 concuss, so once yeah. I stop being, yeah, once I stop being taken out, there's like a consequence that comes yeah. with that. And yeah. it's so, a D6. So it's be me. I like have a D6 concuss. I mean, I could take, I could do it, but I don't know that I would be very good at it with that All right. fictional situation. I'll lean into it. I'm like, you have to understand. You, you you understand how the, how, as you say, mundanes work. Sure. There's the cops. There's the CIA, and then there's the people that come in to deal with things that they don't want the public to know about at all. Right. 
Sure. I've, I've watched a few movies. His dad, the one we just called, is scarier than all them. He takes care of all the magical things that they don't want the public to know about. On the East Coast. You don't have to tell her that. So he's going to be here in a few minutes. Um, it's not going to be a veil thing. It's not going to be a, a culture thing. It's just going to be magic. And there's a good chance that unless you give us a reason to, you're just going to disappear forever. Like I'm going to magic jail? Like Guantanamo Bay magic jail. All right. If you, if yeah. To convince her, you definitely yeah. need to make yeah. yeah. Okay. She's just got her normal D8s for this. I'll use my distinction for that. I can spend, I don't know, my name, my name is going to mean anything to her. Gunny, I don't feel so good. I know. They'll be here soon. Okay. All right, let's do it. Uh, 13. That's a good roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't beat that. I got to tend with all three dice altogether. There's nothing else I can add to this. That's so. fine. There's, there's nothing else on her that we get her from this, correct? She's not. I mean, for the sake of talking to her, she's yeah. just, you know, she's, yeah. she's, Got a bunch of false bravado. She's in way worse than she realizes. Yeah. I mean, she's got a pretty good grasp of how bad she's in, mm-hmm. but she's putting up a good front right now. Mm-hmm. Like she's talking tough. That's fine. That's fine. But she is bolt. She's basically iced to the ground, zip tied, and like magic secret police are coming. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty bad for her yeah. right now. We're just gonna let my dad take care of it. Yeah, he fine. knows that we're on this case. Yep, and he'll just let us know what we need to know. All right then. In a few minutes after that. You hear footsteps and see flashlights coming down the hallway. Over here. I hope that's them and not the bad guy. Your dad, two men and a woman dressed like your dad, also appear, and Mrs. Cortez. Well, boys. He's probably got a concussion. Somebody should take a look at that. Mrs. Cortez comes over and she's like, I can take a look at that. She's like, come here, sit down. She's like, sit down again, Silas. Hey, Mrs. Cortez, how's it going? She takes out her blade and like lays it like on her lap. Mm-hmm. Well, she's like, don't move. Let me see what I can do about this head contusion. And like she starts um, channeling a little magic, puts her hands on the sides of your head. She's like, don't move. She's like, I don't want to leave a scar. He takes. I thought scars were cool. Don't move. Victor Flameworth comes over. Your dad puts his hand on your shoulder and gives it like a little squeeze and then walks over to T and Gunny. Boys. Sir. Hey, we got her. So what do we got? Well, uh, we showed up. Uh, We chased her through the place between or something like that and ended up here where she was trying to sacrifice uh, Samia over there, who's the other one we were chasing earlier. A fight developed. We traded blows with her. And then your son got the smart idea to freeze her to the ground so she couldn't use her shadow magic to get away. He thought on his feet and that enabled the two of us to take her out. He sacrificed himself a little bit, but managed to take her out all together. So well done. Yeah. Well done. Very impressive. Me. He managed to overcome her shadow magic by uh, keeping her from being able to go anywhere. She would have gotten away without it. He looks in Silas's direction, gives like an approving nod. And then he like looks around. Silas, do you still have the dagger? Is the dagger on the floor? I have it. Okay. Unless it's in the rubble. All right. Can I take a little narrative leeway? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. One of the two gentlemen like holds up the dagger and shows it to Victor. And Victor looks at it and gets like a kind of disappointed look on his face and then like just nods. I'll do the face for you guys. That's a weird face. It's like a it's like a disappointed acknowledgement. The guy holds it up like, look what I found what they were looking for. And he looks like "Mm." in these subtitles, Mm -hmm. it would be like "Mm, great. Mm -hmm. 
That's he's the, aware of what it is. He's aware of what it's used for. And he's not happy and he's about not it. not happy oh, about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. That is, that is the acknowledgement. Hey, don't lose that. We may need that to find the other guy. Yes. We'll hold on to that. Those are fairly dangerous. We also have some more answers. In just one moment, he looks over at the other guy. The other guy is like, I think it's some sort of narcotic. He's got like Samia's eyes. Like he's holding her eye open and looking. He's like, I think it's just some sort of narcotic. I don't think it's arcane. You know, we'll probably want to get her some medical help as well or some healing magic. If she's stable, we'll take her with us uh, like that. The woman is casting some sort of arcane uh, ritual in the area. And then he turns back to you, turns back to you too. So what did you learn? Jenna's boyfriend, Kurt. Do you know his full name? Yeah, Kurt Bennett. Um, he, according to Jenna, is the person responsible ultimately for Morris's death. Did she participate? She and Samia both participated. Okay. So they'll definitely be charged for that. He is also responsible for Mesame's essence being taken and has the rest of it. I want you two to listen to me very carefully. It is in everybody's best interest that that information does not get spoken anywhere else got it i can't control what happens and that's when you hear from over talking to miss cortez yeah i guess this guy's got mesame's essence too yeah and <laughs> your dad's head snaps over he turns and he's like everybody out everybody else leaves boys listen to me silas and i think you will understand uh-huh we are absolutely going to get mesame's essence back yeah. But I cannot have that information getting out. Oh, okay. I didn't know that it was like need to know. I think you know why. Yeah, I do. Because I don't think I can necessarily put back in the box what will happen if that information gets out. It'll be a very, very cold May. Yes. It will be a blizzard in May. By all means, we are going to keep going with this. And I'm going to help you. But... We cannot talk about it anywhere else. Fair. They won't say anything. Agreed. Yes. No problem. Okay. To- Sorry, Miss Cortez. If she's still here because I said it's right to her face. She's, she, he, like, so Victor looks at her. I assume she's still healing me. Yeah. And she nods and she knows. And yeah. the, the last piece of that piece of information is also relevant. His apparent goal, according to Jenna, if we want to believe what she says, is to trade that essence to someone. There are apparently people who deal in that kind of thing. So if that helps us track it down. Give me a role to read Victor. Not that Victor is super easy to read. No, no. He might slip a little bit. uh, Victor is a D10 difficulty and has a distinction, a D8 distinction for keeping secrets. It's more coolly named than that, but... All right, Veily Vale... I'm trying to do the smart thing here and give him all the information that we can. So that's a D10 geek distinction D8. And that's about all I have. So we'll just go with that. Well, I got a 15. All right. A lot. I got 14, but if I spend this, I got 17. So when you tell him that they're going to trade Mesame's essence for something, he knows. Oh, he's well aware. He knows. I'll just leave it at that. Like, his face tries to remain stoic, 
but there is like a micro tell of acknowledgement that you pick up on. Like you just know. Gotcha. He knows more about whatever's happening than he's letting on to. All right. So Miss Cortez finishes healing you. Oh man, I feel so much better. She's like, yeah. She's like, you're going to be okay. I ruined my clothes. And we're all a little messed up. You guys okay? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I mean, I didn't get hit in the head, so. I'm really hungry. I did vomit. Yeah, but that was before when you had a head, a head wound. Now you're fine. You should eat something. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, get it, Denny's. We'll also talk about what's going on in school tomorrow. That way, you're still stu- staying out late studying with us. <laughs> yes. I just laugh. That's okay. Sure. Oh, well, then here, take this. Victor hands Silas a few folded bills. He's like, dinner's on me tonight. Enjoy yourselves. Thanks. All right. Good job tonight. They've already hauled Jenna out. And they, in fact, before they haul her out, they take out this device. Mm-hmm. And when they release it, it like unfolds and covers her head. Okay, then. And like, she's like completely shrouded. Can't hear, can't see, can't talk. And then they haul her away. That's new. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does not hear that as... Uh, Still as, felt good. And they take Samia out unconscious. The other mage who was casting the ritual who comes back in she holds up like a crystal mm-hmm. and looks around she's like it's pretty settled here now i think we're okay i turn to my father and i'm like hey dad um hey good job are you gonna let us know anything we need to know about the cold part of this we're gonna first talk to these girls for a bit mm-hmm. and then once i know something from them i'm gonna have you guys come back and i'll share it with you okay i assume you talk to them i don't know how much you got out from them other than What happened to Morris? I don't know. I was kind of not okay. Don't worry. Pretty much told you everything that we got, so. We have some compelling magics that um, will make them far more cooperative. Nice. I wonder if you can even make them forget after you do it so they don't even know what they told you. I don't know about that. Uh, That seems like it'd be a useful spell. (laughs) Hmm. It's good to consider. And then he, like, looks again with kind of like a, kind of a proud approval, like, just looking over, like, the room, and he's like, (laughs) pats you on the back, and he's like, go ahead, boys, go get something to eat. Don't be to, late for school tomorrow. I need to get a shower. Yep. Got to change your clothes. So I'm just going to ask a few questions here. Would you like a scene sitting around the table? Or do you want to narrate into the next, or do you want to cut into the next day? Do, do we want to talk to each other? Or could I just be like, we sit there and eat like in the Avengers? Yeah, yeah I, 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 think that's, I think that's more late. I think we're just sitting there. T's going to make an active point of like trying to remember what the hell we were studying for school. So that Gunny isn't actually lying to his mom come morning. <laughs> it doesn't help. I lied to my mom. I know. It happens. It sucks. I mean, it sucks having people that are mundane in your life that you can't tell. Yeah. Zero fun. That was Scar. No. Kind of wanted one. That would have been kind of cool, right? Remember our first, like, real big case? I mean, I can give you one if you want. Yeah, I was going to say, he picks up a fork. He's like, seriously? No, not from you. It's not, it's not the same. Got a friend who does ritual scarring, man. That's weird. No, he likes scars. He thinks they look cool on him. That's fine. No they're, judgment. They're art on him, man. That, like I said, that's cool. Weird to me. Someday Mook will take off his shirt and you'll see it. I'm sure. There's like a cut to Mook like standing looking in the mirror. Check out all these scars, man. Your dad knows something. About what? When I told your dad that Kurt was going to trade Mesame's essence. Yeah. I could see like it was subtle. But there was like a like a hint of recognition in his eyes, and then he covered it up. He doesn't like keeping secrets. He knows something. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's relevant, he'll tell us. I hope so. 
I mean, why would he not tell us? He's been pretty straight with us the entire time. You would think. I mean, he didn't tell he didn't tell us that uh, your dad was possibly working with him. We don't know that. Yeah, we do. He t- he, no, you don't. No, we don't. He took that memory from us. He took the whole memory? Yeah. That I thought he took the memory that we talked to him about it. I didn't think that he took the memory of what we discovered. He out took of the all field. of it. He took all of it. That's why I'm not mad at him anymore. Ah, yes, Otherwise, yeah. I'd be furious. But okay. I will tell you right now, I'm bumping the it doesn't add up to a D8. You're like, yeah, he's never betrayed us, and then, or he's never done anything. Like, and then you're like, is that true? No, nah, it's fine. No, oh, he's good. It's fine, right? It's all fine. For just a moment, as you like have this conversation, right? The um, it just like the lighting, you know, like the little lamps and stuff in the in the Denny's, like against the window where you guys are seated, just looks like a little bit like candlelight for a second, and then just like goes away. <laughs> just a little like you just see like a little candlelight. You get like a little flush of being annoyed, but you can't really pin down why, and it just kind of passes. I think I'm full. Yeah. Yeah, me too. You guys got about like three or four hours before school starts. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, we should get some sleep. How did we even get here? Oh, that's right. The veil took me back to get showered, and then we probably drove over and got your car tea. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, it sounds right. All right. I'm going to go home and go to bed. If you're going to drop him off at home, that's great. Oh, no. I, yeah. You can't drop me off at home. Why is that? Because I was spending the night staying up all night studying with you guys. You can come sleep in one of our guest rooms. Come to school with me in the morning. Yeah, then I guess we're all crashing at your place. You're not going to go home? I can sleep anywhere, man. Okay, that's fine. My parents got no idea what the hell's going on, remember? I'm pretty sure your mom knows what's going on at all times. She's kind of scary that way. Also true. She's scary in a nice way. My mom's nice. Your mom's nice and scary. She's turned some people to stone before. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You guys get some sleep. It's not a lot. Nope. You get up, you head into school... It is a pretty normal day. Ms. Cortez pulls you guys aside to check on you guys between classes, just to make sure that you're doing okay. No tired, scar. Tired as hell. She's like, I know, I do good work. Tired? He, he was disappointed. Here, he drink really this. Wanted a scar. I know. She, he, asked for, he asked for the scar. She's <laughs> like, I don't do bad work. Here, drink this. It's five-hour energy. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. A little boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, take this one for later. Thanks. Timbits, excellent source of energy for the day. That's gross. All That's that sugar. Sugar high. Yeah. Sugar high. Yeah, but if you don't stop eating them, you never come down from the high. That is some twisted logic, T. All right, I'm going to pause for a second as GM. I'm mm-hmm. going to remind you guys that there is a loose end that uh, you players may have forgotten, but your characters certainly have not. Lowell is still walking around with a tin of mints. We're going to go take those from him. Yeah. I think okay. we do that after club. Yeah. Unless you need to go actually be at home. I definitely need to go help my mom at the store. We'll do it tomorrow then. Thank you for listening to Misdirected Mark Plays. Now let's do some Patreon shots before we get out of here. Let's start with the Royal Court. Ty Prunty, known as Lord Timemonger. Lars Henrik Evjan, the Lord Out of Time. Jim, the Royal Merchant Emeritus. Chromatic Chameleon, the Queen's Spy Mistress. J.T. Evans, the Queen's Librarian. Schmitty, the Keeper of the Labyrinth. Andrew Dacey, the Warden of Whiskies, John Carney, the Court Necromancer, Craig, the Lord of One Name, Tiberius Starcrash Smith, the Baron of Britannia, Eric Bontz, the Were-Gator, and Kevin Lovecraft, the Royal Beard. Other patrons include Chris Constantine, Miko Froelich, Eric Simon, Not That Billy Mitchell, Fiona, Huxley, Kathleen Halpern, Christopher Gamelk, 
Michael Beckesperm, Joseph Knoll, Carlos, Heptilemma, Michael Draper, Alice Kira, Jim Fitzpatrick, Brantley Harris, Steve Radabaugh, Rory McLeod, Ninjabi, Richard Wyatt, Joseph Peralta, Brian Kurtz, my Brett, not my Brett, but somebody's Brett, Chris Steele, Jared Rasher, Eileen Barnes, and Brandon Barnes. Thank you so much for being our patrons. If you'd like more content like this, you can check it out at misdirectedmark.com. If you are interested in supporting the show and other shows on Misdirected Mark Productions, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash MMP. You can get a whole bunch of stuff there, including extra bonus podcast episodes, material concerning this game, The Children of the Shroud, that includes character sheets, our game rules, some of our setting stuff, and Phil's thoughts from behind the screen. If that's not your thing, then you can just tell a friend about us. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, there are a variety of shows on our network. You can check out Panda's Talking Games with Phil and Senda, where they talk about all kinds of game stuff. The Gnomecast, where a bunch of gnomes get together to talk about gaming topics to avoid being thrown in the stew. And Thaco with Advantage, where Ange and Jared talk all about D&D. They're going to talk about it anyway, so why not record it? If that's still not enough content for you, we have a number of other podcasts that we recommend and are friends with. The Tabletop Bellhop, your board game concierge. The Knights of the Night, an excellent AP podcast. Mastering Dungeons, where they talk all about D&D if you want some more D&D stuff. And How to RPG with Sean P. Kelly. You can catch that on YouTube. He's live on Saturday mornings. I'm often in the chat room there. Well, this has been a Misdirected Mark production. The media arm of Encoded Designs. Mic drop. We out.